0: Let us pray. Then said Saul unto his armor-bearer, Draw thy sword, and thrust me through therewith, lest these uncircumcised come, and thrust me through, and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. Therefore Saul took a sword, and fell upon it. 1 Samuel 31.4 My God, As I listen to today's reading of 1 Samuel 31 and 1 Chronicles 10, help me to recognize which battle to fight and who to stand shoulder to shoulder with. I will not choose to stand by someone who does not carry your spirit, as Jonathan did. As hard as it may seem, give me the strength to detach from wrong relationships, no matter how close they may be. As I rely on your spirit, Lord, I will attach myself to individuals who have your hand on their lives and on their endeavors, like myself. I will not die in the battlefield of life without having fulfilled all that I have been created to fulfill. I will rest in the fact that, even in wrong relationships, you always provide a way out. I declare that your partnerships are better than any I can find on my own. Therefore, I will lean on you and your understanding. So that I can gain the victory in any valley I walk through, I decree that I am aligned and assigned to the right people. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for making prayer a priority in your day. To learn more about the Bible, stay tuned for today's story, brought to you by BibleInAYEAR.com.
1: This is it, your moment.
2: Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade.
3: In our last story, we learned about David's fractured identity among the Philistines. He played the part of loyal servant to Achish, the Philistine king, but was still loyal to Israel at heart. When the Amalekites raid David's town and steal all their families, David's heroic spirit is rekindled, and he mounts a rescue mission. In this story, we learn about the death of Saul and Jonathan, inspired by the book of 1 Samuel and 1 Chronicles.
4: Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In yesterday's story, we learned that Saul consulted a medium, a woman devoted to the occult, in order to speak to Samuel. It was not the woman's power that summoned the prophet from the realm of the dead. Rather, it was God who willed this to happen and used it to deliver a devastating message to Saul. His time was up. Death would soon come to him and his sons. In today's scripture, we will hear of the death of Saul and of David's dearest friend, Jonathan, the son of the king. So, let's listen to
3: today's reading. The battle raged on violently. Steel clashed against steel, and the men of Israel were choked under the weight of the Philistine horde. Jonathan fought alongside his brothers. Jonathan's sword flew through the battle. His strength was inspiring but waning. His brothers had fallen, but Jonathan pressed on. Two Philistines came towards him. He ran towards one, dodged his advance, and drove his sword into his back. He delivered a blow to the shield of the other Philistine, but he parried with a swing to Jonathan's left calf. Jonathan wailed in pain and knelt to the floor. Then, with one swoop, the Philistine stood and struck Jonathan's chest. Jonathan knelt there, holding his chest, and the Philistine delivered a second blow, driving the sword into him. Jonathan lay in the dirt of the battlefield, choking on his own blood, until eventually breathing his last to be with his god. The battle pressed on, and Saul was fighting behind the battle with his back to the valley for easy escape. Saul struck down a Philistine and knelt down behind a crack in the canyon to catch his breath, but the archers could see him. From a distance, a Philistine archer drew his bow and released an arrow through the sky. A direct hit into Saul's abdomen. Saul writhed in pain on the floor. His armor-bearer, who was fighting beside him, knelt over him, trying to stop the bleeding. Saul's eyes were glazing over in pain, and his breathing became miserable. Saul grabbed his armor-bearer by the tunic and said, "'Draw your sword and kill me now, lest I die by these worthless Philistines.'" "'They will capture me and shame me.' "'But his armor-bearer could not kill his king. "'He would not. "'Saul let him go, and the armor-bearer ran away. "'Saul turned onto his side and looked at the battle. "'The men of Israel fought valiantly. "'Everything began to blur for Saul "'as he propped himself up with a boulder and drew his sword. "'Saul's heavy breathing began to slow, "'and he thought of all he had done in his life until that point.' He remembered his journey to find his father's donkeys, his meal with Samuel, and his first victory in battle. Oh, how the people loved him back then, back when he had the Spirit of God guiding his every step. Tears fell from Saul's eyes as he clenched his sword in his right hand. Saul raised his sword towards him, and with a final push, fell onto his blade. The dead king lay there motionless on the floor of the battlefield. Dirt and blood covered him, as the Philistines began to overtake the entire army. When the men of Israel saw that Saul and his sons had perished along with all the other soldiers, they fled. So the Philistines sauntered into the cities of Israel and lived among them. They cut up Saul and Jonathan's bodies and mounted them in the land of the Philistines as a symbol of victory. A few brave men stole away the body parts and buried them in Jabesh, but the Philistines still had power over much of Israel. Israel once again found themselves under the boot of another evil nation, yet God would not abandon them. As he had every time before, God would send a hero, a man of bravery, wisdom, and purity of heart. David, a shepherd from the town of Bethlehem, would rise up as a savior to the oppressed and enslaved people, an image that would echo throughout all history.
4: Today's story begins on the battlefield. The Philistines are far too powerful for Israel's army, and man after man falls dead in the fight. This was the battle that David narrowly avoided fighting in as God intervened to keep him from joining the Philistine army in battle. And this grace proves even greater as Jonathan, David's closest friend, one who's like a brother, falls to the Philistine swords. One can only imagine the guilt David would have felt had he been on the wrong side of this fight when Jonathan died. Jonathan's death reminds us that sin not only hurts the ones that commit them—Saul's rejection of God cost him the throne and ultimately his life—but it also cost his sons, including Jonathan, even though Jonathan had stood faithfully by David through it all. He had imagined ruling alongside of David, serving the man of God, chosen to lead Israel. But none of that would ever happen, all because of his father Saul's unfaithfulness. But as we heard in yesterday's story, God had told Saul that he and his sons would die the very next day. Jonathan's death was just the beginning. As the battle went on, Saul was hit by an arrow and fell to the ground. He knew the end was near. Death had finally come for him. Surely in that moment, he remembered many of the things that had led him to this point. How he had followed his own impulses and desires, rejecting God's rule in his life. He had no one to blame but himself. In a final act of pride, not wanting to be humiliated by the enemy, or maybe it was just the fear of torture that would befall him had he been captured, Saul asked his armor-bearer to kill him. But the young man would not strike the king dead. So Saul fell on his own sword, taking his life. His armor-bearer followed suit and died with Saul. The rest of Israel's army, seeing what had happened, fled along with the people living in the cities nearby. So the Philistines conquered the territory and lived in the cities. But they were not content with victory. They wanted to humiliate their foe. So they took the bodies of Saul and his sons and cut them up, displaying them as a trophy of their victory. But faithful Israelites stole the bodies and returned them to Jabesh, where they were buried. Israel lay in shambles under the cruel torture of the enemy, but God's faithfulness never wavered. His plans could not be stopped, and soon David would emerge as Savior to his people, rescuing them from the enemy and foreshadowing another David who would come one day at Bethlehem and then to Calvary and deliver us from the clutches of evil, the power of Satan, and give us eternal life. Dear Lord, thank you for your word today. Thank you for reminding us of the consequences of disobedience, but also of the grace that is supplied to all who look to you. May we look to you, Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, for our salvation, our deliverance, our strength, and our hope forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Please download the Pray.com app and make Bible study and prayer a priority in your life. And if you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love. And if you want more resources as to how to live abundantly in Jesus Christ, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you.
1: This episode is sponsored by MediShare. An innovative healthcare solution for Christians to
0: save money without sacrificing quality.
3: Welcome to the Pre-News
0: Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we will unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Prey News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health.
0: Transform your life. Transform the world. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy.